Flim Flam, she's Wonko, and this is Season 3, Episode 20 of Bar's Eye View, and today we're looking at uh, Season 3, guess what, Episode 20 of Xena Warrior Princess, Vanishing Act. Hiya, Wonko, baby! Hello. I'm doing, I don't know what this accent is, and neither does Gabrielle. Genuinely, <laughs> <laughs> so no you're... idea what that was meant to be. No, you'll you'll remember... A few weeks ago, when we were uh, talking about the bittersweet, we said how very how very unfair it was that uh, Lucy got an episode in which she could shine because she can sing. Oh man, can she sing! And then um, uh, also, it was not great for Renee as they had to get a, a voiceover in. Um, well, here's here's an episode where Lucy gets to go kind of nuts with it's uh, her accent and going over the top, and Renee. Gets to do an accent as well. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But she can do better comedy accents than that. I mean, she can and she has. She's done in in the Here She Comes Miss Amphipolis episode. She was doing French slash Italian slash generic Middle European. Um, And I think wearing the same outfit. I think this is the outfit. uh, I don't think it is. It looks very similar. Well, I think okay, we'd need to go and I suppose we'd need to do a side by side comparison, but I mean like is this is this have they just got have they just got a fucking dressing up box that they cart around they in have. one That's... of Argo's saddlebags? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oh that's I I bet they have got a dressing up box. I bet they do. <laughs> <laughs> They've probably traded something for it. Rosina's probably fisted a fish and traded it for a turban or something. I don't know. <laughs> my my cackling noise was so melodic there that Zoom thinks that I'm playing music. It's just picking it? up on it says, Do you play music? Set up professional audio and settings. And I'm like, No, I'm not playing music. <laughs> and I'm not a fucking professional. I just have a mellifluous laugh. <laughs> 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 the clinging of bells, you know, clinging is that a it, word? Uh, okay, doesn't okay. work. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard bells like that, mate. <laughs> Gentle laughter, like the tingle of bells. Yeah, yeah. You've heard more of a sort of like half muffled sort of thing. I'm showing off that I knew I know one capnology term that we got from Red Vines. Shout out to yeah. Red Vines. You'll never hear it because you're a disloyal fucker who doesn't listen to the podcast. The disloyalist. <laughs> anyway. Uh, she's our imaginary friend. Yeah. <laughs> so So look, let's let's get back to the let's get back to the episode. Oh, do we um, have to? Um, yeah, it's a good one. Is it? It's okay. a good one. Oh dear. <laughs> oh. No, it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> We're gonna have to score this one on aggregate as well. No, um, no it was better than last week's. For sure. Yeah, it was. So so you know how of late we've we've tried to identify themes and kind of talk about those in, in the grand arc of the progress of the characters and this is just hundred percent caper. The theme yeah. is caper. Um, <laughs> with a with a dash of heist thrown in. Shenanigans. Shenanigans caper heist. Heist yeah. caper. Sh- sh- shenaniganic heist caper. Yeah. Is this one? That's the theme. Yeah. Um, 
so we, we we get a little bit more of a little bit more um detail on Autolycus's backstory of of how his uh his brother was killed and then he Autolycus took his revenge on the on the the guy who killed him by stealing everything from him and ruining his life uh, so that that comes back to um we fill in, fill in a little bit of that um but one of the other things for Autolycus is someone is uh, not necessarily trying to take his title as king of thieves, but someone's carried out a heist so audacious that it it puts his title in jeopardy. So he wants to get to the bottom of what's of what's going on. So we we start the episode in generic other village. <laughs> yeah. Um, but by which I mean we've got some turbans, we've got some um kind of hijab kind of stuff going on we've got oh, some COVID-19 the... face masks oh that'll be it yeah New, New Zealand are always ahead of the curve yeah basically <laughs> it's just a, a big multi-ethnic crowd yeah a big multi-ethnic crowd of of extras most of whom have nothing to do with anything so no but they 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 give a lot to it they so they there's a festival the festival of peace um mm. and they're they're Dancing and they're putting a lot into the dancing. Those extras, I have to say. Well, so that's, that's pretty good. You know, opening you, scene. you're you know you're being paid for the day. You got to have it up. Yeah, but we've <laughs> we've seen some crappy extra work before yeah, now. This, uh, this is uh, kudos, uh, kudos to them. Um, and there's a great big statue that is clearly a recycled uh, statue of Aphrodite. Um, but is oh, but it's got a, it, it's got a dove on a it. A dove, so. Yeah, it's Aphrodite with a that dove on her wrist. Yeah, peace climbing um, out of the inex- well to shame mankind. No way. <laughs> <laughs> in, inex- inexplicably, peace. The goddess of peace is called Pax rather than what would be Irene. Uh, so we've got a Roman name in a uh, generic Middle Eastern Balkan oh. Levantine village. It's so, a hang on, is the Greek goddess of peace Irene? Yeah. Come on, well, Irene. I- do well, I, Irene is Greek for peace, whether or not she's goddess of peace. Oh, Irene, nice. There you go. I don't know. Irene, Irene, fill up the high flats. She's not having this. You two need to sit down and make peace. Right. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, uh, that's the thing about Xena. It just, it's like Greek, Roman, whatever is most likely to be recognised by. A modern yeah. audience, hence why we had yeah. Cupid and not Eros. So and Hercules, not Heracles. Yeah, exactly. So who gives a fuck? Yeah. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> the god, the only, great god. Only, who gives a fuck? Only no one. Only classicists such as ourselves. Such a classicist, and, yes. Or classics. Started the classics of my. Started the classics of boredom school. Of my alma mater. Oh fucking hell. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, anyway, so they're celebrating the peace between these two previously um uh these villages where there have been ancient disputes. <laughs> um, <laughs> ancient disputes. <laughs> this is this is a throwback to our, our very good friend Dave, who who you'll remember is is our tarot correspondent. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and she her, her, uh, it's more than a village, I think, isn't it? It's a, well, it's a, little, a little town. 
a little a little town in in the Netherlands, um, and there, there's a nearby town with whom they have ancient disputes, and and yeah. someone was ostracized because they had to go there for a day. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very it's very jam in Jerusalem, isn't it? <laughs> it is her life. It's just jam in Jerusalem. So Dave is just oh, I love Dave. How is Dave she is real? so delightfully odd. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I hope all Dutch people are like that. Write in and tell us if Dutch people are all delightfully odd. Jamalot, <laughs> I'm relying on you as the only other Dutch person I'm aware of that listens to this yeah. podcast. So <laughs> anyway, so these these villages have ancient disputes, but they've made their peace and to celebrate twenty years ago. The statue of Pax was um, was made of pure gold, which is um, you think they they could be you know really successful towns by now. They hadn't <laughs> massive solid gold but, statue. I mean, it's not though. Come on, it's co- how can it be? Like if it was made of pure gold, it's on it's on it it, it sits on a a wharf. It would have weathered away by now. Gold is really soft. Like imagine- and we know, and we know it's we know it's very pure gold because late, later on, that there's a there's an indication that it's, it's going to be um, melted down after it's stolen. Um, I I don't I don't think you need to worry too much about the details. Oh, do you think? I mean, it's kind of pitted. It is pitted a little bit. So maybe that maybe that is <laughs> a bit of uh, a bit of damage from salt spray. I don't know. I think they've put it in a stupid place, I'm not going to lie. You know, it seems like yeah. the dumbest place they could have put it. Like, why is it not in the town square or whatever? No, it's like literally maybe, maybe just... Maybe that is the town at, square. Or at the docks. Maybe that's, because <laughs> as far as we know, the village is literally a wharf and then a couple of buildings. That That is the entire... That is the centre of the village. So what were they fighting None over None of this matters. None <laughs> okay, of right, matters. thank God. Try to spin this out because we don't have much to say about this episode. I love this episode. Doesn't mean I've got much to say about it, just that I really enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah. basically, right, you're if we let you carry on with we've we've not even got to the the theme music yet. If I let you carry <laughs> on describing the episode, we're gonna be here all fucking day. So I'm This now, is why we used to have episode um, our podcast episodes used to be like an hour and twenty minutes. Yeah, so I'm going to fucking take over here. There's going to okay, be a Wonko takeover of the airwaves to say that the statue has been stolen, but not by Autolycus, who is coincidentally hanging around in the area dressed as an old woman. Um, The statue has actually been stolen by a different guy, who is the guy, coincidentally, the guy who killed Autolycus's brother, but we don't find that out till later. Right? So Autolycus wants to steal the statue back, right? Because he says that if he doesn't steal the statue back from the thief, then he will lose his title of King of Thieves because someone's done a theft that he couldn't do. You know? A more audacious theft than him. So um, he makes Xena promise to do this, do it Autolycus style, which frankly sounds filthy. Dirty. Which of <laughs> us... Does. Name a lesbian couple who's not been asked who in the relationship is the autolycus, you know? So, like, who wears the hump yeah, we, and who does the we, accent? <laughs> which, of you, which of you wears the soul patch? And which of you wears the mole? Which of you twirls your moustache? <laughs> uh. 
So yeah, so so we're we're going to have a second heist. We've had one heist. Statue's gone missing. Uh, so we we need to heist heist it the heck back. Heist this fucking statue back, and uh, we know where the statue is because not everyone in the village seems to give a shit about the statue because the local wharf master uh, is in yeah. on the thing or at least knows about it. Yeah. This is one. Of, this is like one later. of my favorite scenes. This is this yeah. is one of my favorite scenes in it, right? So Atolkis goes It's gone meta, up, hasn't it? At this point, yeah. Atolkis yeah. <laughs> goes up to the wharfmaster, pretending to be an Armenian antiquity dealer selling Armenian antiquities. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he's wink wink wanting to know what a ship captain who can wink wink deal with some wink wink special goods. Uh, and <laughs> all that, right? Yeah. So he tries to get Zena to o- do a Autolo- bit of good. Autolycus's good wink is so cool; it has its own sound effect. Yeah. Boink, 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 boink. So he tries to get Zena to do a little good cop, bad cop with him on this guy, uh, and Zena hmm. just goes, "Well, I know how to do that. I just push the pinch on him." Right. <laughs> <laughs> too much. And too much. Like, yeah, and is and then Atolicus like grabs her and goes, "What the hell are you doing?" And she's like, "I'm putting pressure on him." Meanwhile, Gabrielle standing in the background, taking the guy's pulse and just boredly <laughs> counting. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, Gabs is doing her own pinch count here. She started doing what I've been doing. <laughs> do you think that? Do you think that was written in? Do you think? I don't remember it particularly back in the day, but do you think people had started timing it and they put that in as a little? <laughs> I don't know. We know you're doing this but at home. I tell you what, it's a good thing. It's a good thing that we timed it ourselves because Gabrielle's timing was off. Gabrielle's well, timing was incorrect. I, she got to nineteen. It was yeah. actually a twenty-three second pinch, Gabs. I've timed oh it. Oh my god, she could have. She could have been responsible for his death. She yeah, she's she's into that sort of thing these days. <sighs> <laughs> another another notch on the staff. Oh yeah. Anyway, so we eventually discover the statue was stolen Bristol style by being pushed off the wharf into the water. <laughs> pushed into the water. Woohoo! Woohoo! I Ex- have to. So, as a former Bristolian di- yourself, explain that joke. Yeah, we we digress. <laughs> Unlike us, we we now we now enter a digression. So yeah, the, the our subtitle for this episode, I guess, is uh, "Ship Shape and Bristol Fashion" because we're we're about to go on a ship and. Uh, that's good. The statue. Some of <laughs> some of you will know about this, but um, for many many years in the centre of Bristol on St Augustine's Parade, there was a, a statue of Edward Colston, who was a a merchant, a trader, a great benefactor of the city. There are streets named after him. I nearly lived on a, a Colston Avenue at one point. Uh, I didn't. Glad to say, um, and the big um, the big concert venue in Bristol was Colston Hall. Um, leading light of of Bristolian culture. However, on the back, on the on the flip side, uh, <laughs> big old big old big old slave trader. So yeah. been campaigns for many many years to get the statue removed, to rename Colston Hall, to to stop celebrating someone who whose wealth was built on human flesh. Yeah. Um. And you know, there was a lot of talk when when this happened, when it kind of reached a 
at Climax, people talked about this kind of mob mentality, but and they said, oh, they should have campaigned for it through proper channels. Well, you did that for years and years <laughs> and years. I mean, actual, actual decades. Um, and eventually, <laughs> I forget what there, there was. There was some. Pro, there was a protest. One of the, one of the many protests against how awful everything is in the world. Um, and as a as a as one, the people of Bristol just decided, ah, I've had enough of this now. And they, by physical force, they wrenched the statue off the pedestal. <laughs> Dragged it to the harbour side and chucked him in. Yes, <laughs> it was just beautiful, beautiful moment. Yes, um, fuck you. The, the, yeah, big, big old, big old fuck you. And then, and then there was oh no, it, it's been done unlawfully. We must put him back. Um, but in fact, he's now in in one of the museums in the M Shed in Bristol, uh, complete with all the scrapes and the paint that you know paint that's been chucked over him. So he's and he's the graffiti kind of, as well, right? Yeah, so he's now infamous rather than famous, which is kind of how it should be. Anyway, so that's what's happened yeah. to the statue of Pax. Dragged off the plinth, dragged along the seabed, yeah. and taken elsewhere. And we know this because Autolycus uh from somewhere has got hold <laughs> of a, an an ancient Greek diving helmet <laughs> of the kind Kind of worn by that guy who used to do the do the London Marathon in in full diving, <laughs> kit, like a copper diving kit. It used to take a week to do it. Yeah. Um, but Jesus the brilliant, Christ. brilliant thing, brilliant thing about this diving helmet, it's full of holes. <laughs> yeah. the, I mean, it it looks pretty. It's it's it's, <laughs> and I guess it lets the light in so we can see where it's going. But also. All, you know, it doesn't hold in any air. I suppose it weights him down so he can walk along the seabed. But how the fuck does he breathe? <laughs> Same way they breathed the last those... week. Anyway. There was a pocket know. of air hermetically sealed somewhere in the <laughs> 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 would, would have been if there hadn't been holes in it. Well, that's what you said about the ship last week. You don't oh, understand yeah. how Xena water sealed. works. No, that's true. <laughs> Apparently, you can change the laws of physics. They've been tightened yeah. up considerably since you then. You can't change the laws of physics, Captain. Actually, you can. Actually, now that's one that I find. Actually, actually, that's that's one that I should have. That's one that I should have done because your accent is far too good for Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Not a Scotsman. Yeah. Um, anyway, anyway, so we so we find out from. Dude, the uh, statue's been taken by this guy Tarsus uh, and taken to the Isle of, of Mykonos. Yeah, big gay resort now. Yeah, that's. I was just thinking that that that's. Yeah. I'm, Mykonos <laughs> is like the the second most famous gay Greek island. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> second, the second most gay. Yeah, <laughs> we got there first. Okay, <laughs> Sappho yeah. got there first. So um, we, we've done our we've done our Bristol shape, uh, Brist, Bristol fashion. So now we go ship shape. We sail off to to Mykonos. Yeah, they really had some extra shots of the boat, the ship, um, of Rob Tappert's boat Rob's folly. from yeah. f- uh, from various helicopter angles. You know, we they clearly yeah, had what, a lot of extra shots of that. What are we going to do with this footage? 
Yeah, because like I don't think we actually saw Zena and Gabriella at all. Because on the boat at all, we just saw the we had a bit of voiceover from them with the ship from yeah. a distance. So I think they probably yeah. were. They didn't even film on the ship for this episode. They just had a lot of extra ship shots. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they basically yeah. they had some spare footage and they had Bruce Campbell <laughs> on 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 set. Look. From from last week, it's like, well, look, look, Bruce, while you're here, do you mind? Let's just fit another one in. Yeah, yeah, clearly had a filming block, but they didn't reference last week at all in this, which no. it is, you know, because like he's like he's trying to convince Zena to do to do this thing for him, do it his way, and all that, and he's like, oh yeah, sure, because what have I done for you lately? And I'm like, mm, got you, uh, into a tsunami where you all nearly died. Um, but then no he says yeah he says uh what was it yeah oh yeah let you use my body and listen to gabrielle Saved whining about and... how much she misses Zena. And I'm like, yeah, I Zena. this was a season and a half ago now it's in yeah. the past and he, and he mentioned get it, over it he mentioned it last week as well so god knows yeah. what order these were filmed in but god knows maybe these are season two holdovers but <laughs> sorry the gods, the gods only know. The gods alone know. <clears throat> gods very rarely know anything. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> the plan is anyway, so. the plan is to sneak to to basically. Oh, it's so stupid. The plan. The plan, the plan is, is unnecessarily send... circuitous. Yeah, yeah. The plan is to send Gabriel as in as a fence, and yeah. then Zena also comes in as a fence a few minutes later. Um, saying that she had to amend the plan because she'd seen the the furnace belching smoke, uh, and I'm like, they literally just turned the furnace on, uh. Yeah. So I like you were you didn't just decide to get into this ridiculous outfit. Anyway, so she comes <laughs> in and her what would you say her accent was Brooklyn? Is that what she's trying to do? Well, I I I don't know enough about the the boroughs or whatever but it, yeah new it's new york isn't it it's very some sort very of new york. new york yeah i think so so anyway so basically like this is them infiltrating and autolicus comes in as a hunchback as you do uh, yeah for no reason no reason at all it's not well, i think it's because hump. well the thing is right i think it's because ah. if um if you i think he had his um I think first of all, I think all of his burgling tools were in the hump. Oh, that makes it, sense. It jangled, and also okay. if you if if a person has got um some sort of uh, arresting physical feature, that tends to be what people look at and not their face. Okay. So human a bit of human psychology there, you know. Okay. Like for example, I could not take my eyes off Lucy's fucking mole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The juicy sultana. Oh God! <laughs> you Gabrielle wanted to pick it off. I've I know. Got this, I've got this uh, fucking like they'll not surprise you to learn. I've got a, a psychological problem. I've got this fucking psychological problem about texture of skin. Mm, yeah. uh, and like, if the skin is not smooth, I want to make it smooth. So, like, if I ever get a cut. Or whatever, and it scabs over. Oh, it'll you're take. A, you're a scab picker, aren't you? Yeah, it'll take ages, years to heal because I, I, I wouldn't yeah. leave, leave it alone. Uh, I have to, I have to keep going until it's smooth. I would not have been able to stand seeing that there. I would have wanted to fucking, <laughs> even if it was real, I wouldn't have been able to stand it. I would have, oh. 
I would have wanted to like snip it off with scissors or something. That's the level of how much I would hate that. (laughs) Well, that very much sounds like a you problem. It is a me problem, yes. As I said, it is a psychological disorder. But, you know, whatever. We've all got our little quirks, don't we? I guess. We've all got our psychological disorders. And this is mine, so... (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Anyway. Let's let's move on from that. Yeah, basically, um, they're going to melt down... He's going to melt down the statue, so Xena obviously fixes it so that the furnace is fucked. There's a... Yeah. They do a, a, a hilarious fake bidding war between the two of them while Autolycus is inside the castle scoping it out. Right, oh, that's the joint. very good. The, the fake bidding war is really funny because they get a little bit too into it and like they drop their accents at one yeah, point because it's, a... it's become personal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it starts off, it's just, a, it's just to fill time while Autolycus is going and doing stuff, going casing yeah. the joint. Um, but yeah, it's like, I'm not going to let her win. Yeah, so the yeah. Bidding, bidding starts at what twenty twenty thousand dinars, something like that. It ends up at four hundred thousand. And Plus the, the ring of, of a palau. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, like, and Gabrielle's like genuinely pissed off. She's like, "Oh, you couldn't let me. You just couldn't let me win, could you?" And I'm talking, <laughs> is, is basically saying, "Are you two out of your minds?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I think they might be. I think they yeah. might be. You know." <laughs> Yeah, so we're we're very much of the opinion that they're partners and they always have been and and they're this is know, like they're, the one of the their wives. But this, this is, is the most married si- they've ever been. This is si- well, it's also sibling behaviour. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're as no. close as sisters. Oh, don't start. <laughs> my next door neighbour my next door neighbour in Bristol going back to Bristol my next door neighbour in Bristol um, was convinced that um, Mrs Tim Tam was my sister (laughs) I'm I'm five foot seven in in my stocking feet uh, with darkish curly hair Mrs Tim Tam is five foot one on tiptoe blue eyed blonde (laughs) she is tiny (laughs) you look nothing alike Nothing, nothing remotely alike. Nothing like <laughs> sister. <laughs> People see what they want to see. Oh god, yeah. I mean like no one can no one can mistake my wife and I for sisters because No. We are different races. So that's a good start. Yeah. That's a good way of avoiding that. But when we moved in here, my mum yeah. and dad were obviously helping us. And mm. uh, that my dad was out in the back garden. I think with my wife and uh, the next yeah. door neighbor spoke to him and um <laughs> and he introduced himself and she said oh and is this your wife and it was like oh man it's like gross she's like <laughs> 25 years younger than him or something you know it's like and he was like no this is my daughter-in-law I've got no, oh. no like no I heard that before that's very funny yeah Jesus <laughs> So, yeah, God. Anyway, <laughs> back to the point. So, oh, yes. basically, like, their plan is to... I don't know what their original plan is, but it gets all gets a little bit... I don't know if it gets fucked or if this... If it was originally their plan to get caught, but Tarsus obviously recognises Autolycus in the middle of a party yeah. and has him locked up. Mm. Um, Ties him up with 200 locks, which Zena says later, that'll take him at least an hour to get out of. So that's funny. I enjoy that. <laughs> um, 
it's at this point that Zena and Gabriel become aware that this this guy that they're up against is the guy that killed Autolycus's brother, right? They yeah. carry on with the doing it Autolycus style plan, but are a little bit yeah. worried that Autolycus is going to go off script. Um, well, he well he has done because he doesn't show up at the um at the appointed yeah. rendezvous. Yeah, so the whole uh, night they're and, doing and, a thing that involves brushes. Yeah, something they've involving knocked brushes. out a couple knocked out a couple of guys to steal their turbans because that's the only way uh, that's the only thing on the whole island they can use as brushes. Well, they had a sort of brushy thing on though on them on the top of the heads. Uh, that's a hackle. That's called a hackle. Okay, you got my hackles up there by knowing something I didn't know. Exactly. <laughs> Um, so they do it his they do it Atolica style all night. Zena and Gabriel act at Atolica style the whole night long. And yeah. <laughs> But in the morning Zena eventually goes to get Atolicus because she's given him long enough to escape. Uh, and yeah. he's not there. He's not there. The bird has So flown, now they're very but worried. He's, but he's not made he's not made the rendezvous. Yeah. So obviously he's decided to kill Tarsus in yeah. revenge for his brother's death. Yeah. So Zena yeah. goes to, uh, to do a bit of hostage negotiation. She talks him, talks him down. Uh, in the, you know, is this what Malachus or Malibu? Malibu is this what his name? whatever his fucking name would want? Yeah. Did she? Did, I don't. I, I might have phased out at this point. I might have zoned out here. Did she do the dead? Yeah, to hear your thoughts line. <laughs> no, she didn't do. She didn't do that. She didn't do that line. But it. But it's. Oh, it was sweet. the usual. We've definitely heard this speech before. It's like. Is, is yeah. this what? Is this how he'd expect you to behave? Is this what he wants? Blah 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 um, blah. Anyway, anyway, it works, yeah. anyway, Atolicus you know, isn't we, really we a killer, as yeah. you know. So, yeah. Whatever. It's the same character development he's had before. That's the thing about Atolicus. Yeah. Uh, every Atolicus episode does go sort of the same. A little bit. Yeah. But we love him, so we we love him, and it's it's not a bad thing to. Well, I don't it, mind. It kind of I don't mind him being one note because his one note is pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's he's so devastatingly charming, isn't he? Yeah, <laughs> just, you gotta oh, love I him. Kind of love him. I love him. I love him. Yeah. I love that man. I love him. Yeah, definitely. So she talks him out of it, and then the. I have a little bit of comedy fight music. Yeah. Anyway, so this this is out in the in the reclamation yard where all the junk is, all the yeah, all the anti all the antiquities. Yeah, that haven't been melted down yet. Yeah, it's a good fight actually. So yeah, a lot bit of kick ass happens. As I was saying at the beginning, the extras I thought were unusually good. They were everyone was really you know, giving it some. Um and you quite often you can look around and there's someone just standing around like doing dad dancing at the disco. Um, <laughs> but but again it was a it was a really good it was a really, really good fight sequence and it, it felt like there were many more people there than there actually were. It was it was well choreographed and you know well well delivered, I thought. Um so anyway, so and as usual um, fight, 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 and then several armed men run away, going, "Oh, it's too much for us! Run away! Run away!" 
Run away! Uh, so they, they run away, and at In this the point... grand tradition of Monty Python. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> at, this, at this point, uh, a, a, new, a new player has entered the room. Uh, so we've got a general from, oh, I don't know, somewhere... I think it's um, I think he said Solosia, but I don't know if that's a real place. I doubt it. Whatever. Um, They're well yeah, known so quite, for being a, cunts anyway, because they, yeah, he's a hard nosed military military man, and he's he's yeah. taking none of your none of your flick flack and none of your business, none of your nonsense, my good man. Yeah, and the uh, guy and, and the guy earlier threatened to sell Zena to him and said that they beat their slave girls to yeah. death within weeks, which frankly yeah, is a sure. poor business model. Casual misogyny of the week. Yeah, but like, it's really stupid to beat your slave girl to death yeah. in weeks. It's dumb. You could get so much more work out of them if you didn't beat them to death within weeks. I guess. I guess. It's stupid. Anyway, that's why they're that's, <laughs> they're so dumb, man. These guys. Oh my we're, god. We're fine. We've we've, uh, we've given it. Um, we've had a bit of a break from it for a while, but we're back on the stupid warlord business. <laughs> This is a whole stupid city state business model they've got going on here now, you know? So Anywho He comes in to try and buy the thing. Yeah. And Tarsus is like, Oh, thank God you're here. Arrest these people. Uh tumbleweeds tumble by because Yeah, because they've all hidden behind they've hidden behind a uh placed bit of wood. Yeah. And then he's like, there's the statue, and there's nothing there. Oh, my goodness. The statue's but, but, gone but missing. It, but, it was, but it was there. It was there last night. I stole it myself. Um, General stomps off and says, if you ever pull this bullshit again, I'll have you guts the garters kind of thing. Yeah, well, well that's when Atollicus pops up and says, did you steal it or did I steal it back? Ooh, twirly moustache. Twirly twirly. Yeah. <laughs> He's got his mojo back, hasn't he? <laughs> and then I think at some point Xena kicks him in the face. Oh, so so yeah, I thought you meant Autolycus. Yeah, no, she doesn't kick Autolycus in the face. Anyway, no. so Tarsus is fucked. The statue goes back where it belongs. And how did they do it? Well, they basically they roadrunnered it. They did. Right? <laughs> they a tunnel on the side of the build. On they, the side painted, of the they painted a wall <laughs> on the side of the statue. To make it mm. blend into the wall. This is a thing that would only work from one angle. They painted one <laughs> side of it. <laughs> one side, yeah. The other <laughs> side of it is still gleaming gold. Yeah. But if from <laughs> one angle only, this works. <laughs> like the, and this this reminded me of another of Autolycus's um cunning cunning tricks, which is to use a, a parchment scroll yeah. as uh, so he, he used it as a, a False bottom in the coffin when he stole Zena's body. He yeah. used it as a false wardrobe back or something in a yeah in a, <laughs> in a cupboard. Just, so it's on that it's on that level. <laughs> a little uh, so a little little history of art term. It's a little trompe l'oeil, a little little <laughs> trick of trick of the eye. It's a trompe l'oeil effect. Oh, I. oh I. So um, the village gets their statue back, uh, and they Hooray. also bring Tarsus along. In chains because they've used the it basically they've done the the Batman ending. You don't kill the villains. You you take them to the authorities so they can be locked up so they can escape and kill again. Um, you know, 
Yeah, either that or you you don't kill them, you arrest them, hand them over to the authorities, and then the authorities kill them. So it's not you haven't actually killed them. Yeah. You can yeah. wash your hand you can wash your hands of it. Wash your hands of the whole thing. Yeah. 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 Anyway. So that ended up being uh just describing the events of the episode oh, episode of Bard's Eye View. Back in the, yeah. like an olden style bard's eye view. Yeah, but we'll get back on to the Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll get on to the we'll get back to the the proper important serious lore discussions yeah. next time. Because we'll yeah. be next week is the first part of the season finale. Yeah. Which is uh called Sacrifice Parts One and Two. Or Sacrifice, so. if you Elton John. Uh, I don't. Which which neither, us, neither get, of us is. I don't get the reference. I don't like Elton John. Uh, it, it, well, he's had a, got a song called Sacrifice, but it he puts extra s- syllables in because he obviously wrote the wrote the tune before he had the words. <laughs> it was, and it's sacrifice. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't really like Elton John's music, so I don't know. Okay, you you wouldn't like it. Okay. Oh, I won't. I won't sing that again. Thank you, thank you. I know it's a big sacrifice. Uh, yeah, so, you, so, sure. so then, <laughs> come on, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Sensible chuckle. Um, Thanks. Yeah, so we, so we got we got the two parts of sacrifice one, sacrifice two, uh, coming up over the next couple of weeks, and that will that will bring the season to a to a close. And ow. Um, yeah. But for now, for now, what what was what was your score for this episode for vanishing act? Um, seven. Do you know what I'm going to give it? Oh, an eight probably. I'm going to give it ten. Are you serious? It's a ten from Flam. Yeah. Really? Because for for what it was, it was perfect. It it was a comedy episode. It was a caper. It was a you know a self contained thing, and it was it was beautifully done. Everything about it. Um. So big big budget for costume and scenery. Really really nicely done. Quite a good. Oh, we've seen this guy before as well, haven't we? He's a he's a uh, a, recurring a recurring actor, action. not a recurring character, but a recurring. Uh, he was in like one of the maybe even Chariots of War. It was in one of the first couple of episodes. Maybe. Um, actually, actually, no, there's no maybe about it. It's actually, okay, I could uh, find out, but I'm bored. Yeah, so no, I, I, I loved it. It was, it was silly and ridiculous, and it because they really committed to it being silly and ridiculous and fun and. And they obviously had a lot of fun doing it. Just Lucy doing the, the whole "My name's Ezra, I'm a fence." You know the the accent and the <laughs> mannerism. So just just enjoy. Go out and enjoy yourself. Knock yourself out. Yeah, I loved it. Why, why did they call Gabrielle myopia? Where did they come? Where did they get yeah, that? One? <laughs> I don't know. They didn't didn't make anything of that really, which was kind of a shame. No, they should have done. They should have had her like wearing glasses yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so. I yeah. clearly didn't enjoy it anywhere near as much as you did. It was fine. It was just fine. So it was mighty fine. It was. It was fine. So, what's so that? that's like eight eight point five, which is very respectable. I guess so. Yeah. All right then. So I shall see so, you shortly. Yes. Yeah. So lot of fun this episode. Um. But next week playtime is next over. Next week won't be any fun. <laughs> there will be no more fun. <laughs> no more fun to be had. So go and rewatch this podcast and 
and see who you agree with. And um, and we'll be back next week with Sacrifice Part One, and we'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of A Bard's Eye View with me, Wonko, and her, Professor Flimflam. Follow us on Twitter at Bard's Eye Podcast, and subscribe to us on your podcast app of choice. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon, and of course on the Podbean app. Feel free to leave us a review, but only if it's a good one. Bye!